0: The evolution of the AI industry right now—it's uh, quite interesting from a, from a business perspective—and uh, it is raising a few, um, you know, a few concerns, because as you can imagine, right now the way it's uh, developing, due to the kind of symbiotic relationship between AI and uh, cloud infrastructure, is sort of already consolidating around a few key, large players that might be stiffening competition already. Why? Well, if you followed my previous episodes, you do understand that uh, the current AI paradigm is based on a kind of architecture for AI that uh, worked by scaling up those models. In other words, in order to make those models uh, generalized, so able to take on a wide set of tasks, from speech recognition to natural language understanding, uh, code generation, and many other tasks that you can can perform with the the current large language models, you needed to actually have a huge amount of computing power. That became clear when in 2019, Microsoft actually invested over a billion dollars into the partnership with um, OpenAI, which was probably mostly uh, an infrastructure support that uh, meant that pretty much, uh, you know, Microsoft Azure would build an AI supercomputer which cost a you know, huge amount of money because it's uh, comprised of thousands of GPUs, of uh, graphics uh, pr- processing units. And um, it's, uh, again, it's uh, quite uh, surprising to find out that in order for a startup, an AI startup, to actually being able to compete in the first place, it needs an AI supercomputer. The interesting part is that the more we're moving forward, I'm not, I'm not talking about in the next two years, I'm talking about in the next like three, six months. The more this uh, space is consolidating, the more it becomes quite hard for any other startup to come to market and actually being able to, uh, to also compete in this kind of market. Why? Well, because it, unless you come to this market with a different paradigm, which is already in place, where for instance, you get a sort of a decentralized AI supercomputer, it's very hard to come and create a foundational model. Because as we saw right now, for the stage in which we are, where for instance, companies like OpenAI are working on something like GPT-4, and uh, the evolution is, is moving extremely fast of the capabilities of those models, it means that as a startup, if you want to compete in the first place, you're going to need millions of dollars, at least, only to get started. So with this in mind, again, it's uh, quite um, you know compelling to think that if you right now are a large tech player who is sitting on a large cloud business, and there are only a few of those companies like, for instance, Microsoft, Google, Amazon are the first the top players of course amazon aws is the largest players in the in the cloud uh, industry and then of course there is meta and also you know apple has a few facilities that it owns that uh, might be repurposed in the future possibly as a as a sort of a, a super AI, super computer which as you can imagine if you are apple you still want to have a central capability in terms of ai even though if you think about it right now, Apple may be able to build uh, an AI supercomputer in a decentralized fashion by actually connecting all the all uh, all its powerful devices like, you know, the M1 or the M2 uh, actually Mac can become an incredible decentralized platform for the development of uh, large AI language models. But anyhow, if you think about the fact that only a few companies in the world and those are all large tech players can actually strike deals to to um, AI companies, AI startups, uh, to make them part of this ecosystem where, you know, they provide, the large tech player provides the AI supercomputer to the, to the AI startup, to their research lab transitioning into becoming a startup to actually develop those large language models. You do understand also, again, the kind of um, uh, how uh, is hard to compete in this kind of, of marketplace. And therefore, that's why the regulator and the antitrust is actually the, FT, the FTC. So the, uh, the FTC and the, uh, is, uh, the, the Federal Trade Commission is actually looking into the, the way this uh, field, uh, this industry uh, is evolving right now. And you know, right now we had a couple of deals already in the space with, um, again, Microsoft invested billions into the partnership with OpenAI. To, to really get an exclusive deal into the commercial partnership. But as I already highlighted, probably one of the, the most interesting aspects of Microsoft is the fact that it, it can be on top of uh, the AI game by uh, keep, uh, keeping uh, investing in its uh, Azure AI supercomputer, while it keeps also developing the enterprise platform to support that AI supercomputer. That's probably the most valuable part for Microsoft in the coming years. And now we got another deal between Google and, uh, and uh, Anthropic again, which is a research lab turned into, into a company that uh, is, a, I think it's a public benefit company, but yet a company uh, with, the, with the main goal of actually also diversifying its pet into the AI space as Google is getting ready to actually launch its own tool. What's going to come next? Of course, we can imagine that uh, AWS might, may, might make a move soon. And there is already a partnership in place between AWS and Stability I. Indeed, if you don't know uh, the Stable Diffusion, so the the, the um, generative model for for images that has been developed by Stability I was uh, developed in partnership with the, with AWS. What that what that means, we don't know for sure. It might mean simply that they got preferred access to AI com- supercomputers and. Uh, also uh, for uh, maybe um, uh, special pricing who knows but that's um, the interesting development right now the intersection the symbiosis between the cloud and the AI uh, industry it's so uh, strong that uh, the question and the open market the, the open question right now is whether this market is developing already as a centralized market and what forces can be actually brought here to enable this market to be balanced uh, out in a way that it doesn't end up in the hands of a uh, very few large tech players as uh, it is already happening right now and again the more competition there is at foundational layer level the more it's also safe for smaller businesses to actually build something valuable with the eye because it means that they're going to get more options and they can build something also by mixing up the foundational layer models but otherwise where you end up in a scenario where for instance you got just two players and they are fighting with each other where there is not really sort of integration between the large language models within one player or another player then things might get tricky. Imagine a case in the future where, for instance, if you use the OpenAI uh, API endpoints, you cannot use, for instance, other API endpoints for Google, who knows, something like that. So if you can imagine this scenario, then it's not going to be uh, quite good for uh, small businesses or whoever is running a small business on the internet. But on the other side, it's going to be interesting to look at this uh, development, but that's what's going on right now. There is a symbiosis between cloud and the AI that uh, it's very hard to break unless regulation is going to come in.